0: Hello, everybody and welcome to in my opinion the good fight podcast i'm the host mike marback and today i'm joined by jack o'keefe hello and molly scullion hello yes we are down a king cob again uh we do expect him to join us again very soon and we are also down tia who is still still raising a child Mm -hmm. um but I did get news from from Tia that uh, she will be joining in one or two of our next podcasts. So okay. there's that to look forward to, because it is an opinion uh, that I have been missing. And I'm sure
1: and I uh, need all of, it, all of those baby's thoughts.
0: <laughs> yeah. like old. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, please. <clears throat> uh, as we mentioned each week, if you enjoy the podcast, please go to iTunes and rate and review the podcast or go to Spotify and throw some stars. And guess what? We've been doing this show for two years, like six <laughs> seasons in two years. <laughs> uh, and we've we've gotten people uh, rating, but we haven't mm-hmm. gotten anybody writing a review. Mm-hmm. That all changed in the last few days. We got oh my someone goodness. who threw up some stars on Spotify. So thank you to Jonathan A. Uh, for rating us five stars on Spotify. Uh, and he sent the screen cap and the screen cap says, thanks for being one of the first listeners to rate this show. <laughs> so that's very, very nice. Uh, once enough people have given feedback, we'll display the average rating. <laughs> so please, go to, it's a shame that we finally get somebody rating and it's not even enough for them to, be, to bother creating the widget to show on our spotify page so go to itunes or go to spotify and rate the podcast five stars Mm -hmm. that's greatly appreciated and another shout out to jonathan who also listens to uh breaking goodman our better call Saul podcast and has written a few times there as well all right we did actually get a review though on itunes uh for the first time we got somebody not just throwing up some stars but somebody writing a review more or less And you'll see what I mean in a second. And this, again, is not that I do not appreciate. I appreciate this review so very much. It's the only one we have. Is it like constructive feedback? What are you building towards? And here it is. The title, A Good Fight Podcast Mm -hmm. from Blachowicz. And the review is as follows. I appreciate these folks' dedication to the good fight. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. You and me both. If that isn't <laughs> the most, if you don't have anything nice to say, say the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we do, we do have dedication. And I really appreciate Blakovich, uh pointing that Seeing out that, and appreciating yeah. that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, would love uh, another review that picks a side <laughs> 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 that tells us that we're terrible uh, mm-hmm. or that. Um, they miss Tia, you know, any such things? Yeah. somebody it, wanted... it, it, I
1: there's will say, there. Terry, if there's one thing that everyone in my life tells me, it's that my self esteem is too high. So if you could just get in there, <laughs> bring that down to a manageable level, for yeah. everyone's sake, I, I think that's how we can best utilize these reviews.
0: We got a review for Stark Raven Mad, our Game of Thrones podcast, and I'm tomorrow night. I have to. I'm going to read that review on the air, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm dreading it already because it points out our buddy David Danella as a favorite. Mm-hmm. Oh no! And that's just gonna. Oh. In he's gonna his head is going to expl- is expand into my Zoom square. I think is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, oh, pauses and all, they love they love. Me.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and there are some pauses. Uh, very very long pauses uh, with with David on a podcast. All right, but back to this one. In my opinion, season six, episode five, the end of Ginny. Mm -hmm. Not Weasley, but Thomas. I believe they're referring to here. I'm going to hear some first impressions. Molly, what you got?
2: Uh, This felt like a classic uh, middle of the season episode Mm -hmm. for Good Fight, where it's kind of wacky. There's a couple little things that are, you know, probably going to be continued threads, but the the bulk of the episode between the Ginny Thomas stuff and the fetus. Pushing up stuff and all of that, mm-hmm. uh, felt like oh yeah we're just we're chugging along here yeah. for sure. So um, but there was I'll wait until we get to it. But there was a huge crossover
0: event that I'm
2: pretty <laughs> thrilled about
0: <laughs> within the show. Oh, you're gonna have to point it out to me too. because oh, sure, I, um, I think I know um, what it is, but is. We'll I'm see. sure you do. <laughs> Jack, yeah. how did you feel?
1: Good. I liked it. Uh, definitely some echoes of previous episodes. Uh, I think the largest in my head is the, uh, the Luca and uh, uh, Ivanka episode uh, that we had in the past. Oh, right, yeah. uh, but I think also a very interesting sort of exploration of like where Liz is right now. I love that we're getting kind of more into Liz's head this season and her sort of like, kinda of like her loneliness and like how she feels about her place in the world and also like the return of Malcolm. Malcolm's back. I feel like it's been like three seasons since we've seen Malcolm. Love to see it. Uh and a lot of other good stuff. And I, I mean speaking of returns, more Elspeth always gonna be happy about more Elspeth. Uh but yeah, I, I like this one. It it wasn't I don't think it'll go down as like my favorite of the season. Uh, it wasn't quite a corker as the good fight can be at its most energetic uh, but still, a solid, solid midseason
0: season episode. Yeah, yeah, I agree with uh, that overall. I think um, I didn't love the episode. It just felt very filler to me, uh, very, very filler. And in your final season, how do you have room for filler? You know, fill it in, <laughs> fill it in with uh, with with real content. Uh, these were fun things, not to take away from uh the the Liz and Jenny things uh or the, the fetus and arguing uh you know when does life begin and what rights does that life have and all of those sorts of things that they were just kind of throwing mm-hmm. around in rapid succession like really really <laughs> rapid succession blowing through all these huge questions mm-hmm. um in a fun way um it just was it was a little too little too fillery uh mm-hmm. for, for for me um gotta love uh or gotta call out having Elspeth back is always always a standout and part of that is is maybe why everything else felt a little more grounded is to make always make to make her pop uh, mm-hmm. a, a little bit more if everything is just too crazy um maybe that's maybe that's a little bit of what's going on there i don't know i didn't i just didn't love the uh, the episode overall for reasons just stated mm-hmm. all right uh, so we'll start with liz and jenny which i felt was fun but ultimately a waste of time i would have much rather they preferred leaving this a little bit more ambiguous like they You're did right. with melania in mm-hmm. the um last season or the season before uh rather than just at the end because it really does just pull the whole rug out from under th- mm-hmm. under everything at the end there um it was cool seeing him was it dell wayne yeah, Brady? Yeah.
1: I feel like they're really placing uh, a lot of trust in the audience that we're going to have a consciousness about crank anchors in the year 2022, but that still like <laughs> lives in our collective knowledge. Um, and man, I don't know what streaming service Dell works for. But they—they yeah. they, they got that man on his own. He does not have many resources. <laughs> no. He's got—I <laughs> mean, he's in himself. Chicago, so he could—he could like you know throw a cat for a window and hit a comedian an improv comedian <laughs> yeah. who would be willing to take a gig. Mm. But they got—they got this poor woman out there operating a, a Liz Retic puppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is low rent. Yes
0: the philip philip busted is that what it's called something like that Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. like what is the conceit of the show just <laughs> pranking people involved in the in i think it's political crank yankers yeah i guess yeah which you're never gonna
1: get someone to sign a release for that dell you fool no, no this no. was a fool's endeavor
0: yeah no. uh and the, and the very end there with wayne brady definitely felt like wayne brady just keeping going after the camera like the scene is over <laughs> And he just keeps talking. What is he saying? Mm -hmm. black man (laughs) in a white neighborhood with a lot of puppets. (laughs) That cool is. Um, Yeah. And what was the show? Under Deck? Below Deck? No, it was Below Deck. (laughs) (laughs) It
2: it was uh, was. Sailing Yacht, right? It was Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Mm -hmm. BDSY. And uh, (laughs) what I have to say is that I rewound and called andrew into the room in a hurry i was like you have to see this just watch watch watch!" and it, i was like the the this this the the meme the mm-hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio uh because for many reasons one big below deck fan even more so it got better because her her opinions about the show are correct it, it, <laughs> it, is, it is accurate information everybody mm-hmm. everybody's all about below deck men. it got an Emmy nomination. God knows why <laughs> <laughs> but below deck sailing is by far the best franchise. oh my gosh and uh captain glenn you know i I hope he gets paid for his little you know they they had some some lines of his mm-hmm. ripped from the show anyway, so even though it I didn't really actual you know the show they were watching it was. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, and that's oh not no, she- I know. And it's it's, not- it's the,
1: they couldn't, have, you know, they could have just like settled and brought on some like CBS show, but this is right. Bravo we're talking about, right? This is Universal. Mm. They, they had to crossed. pay for those
2: royalties. I, that's what really blew me away about the whole thing. I would have never expected that. So I am. Um, I was thrilled and I hope that we get more of Liz Reddick's opinions on Below Deck (laughs) (laughs) before the season's over Um, because I'm, I'm with her. I'm with her on them all. So, so that was thrilling for me. And I didn't really pay much attention otherwise.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Binding over that show. And then you have that moment with Liz saying, you know, it just makes me think if we all just talked about reality TV shows and Diane's like shaking her head and then she catches herself like, Oh, never mind like that it's ridiculous. Um but other than that not much to say about this uh, in my opinion. Jack, well, yeah. anything more?
1: I don't, think yeah, so. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, interesting I will say to see like how Liz maneuvers proximity to power. It's interesting because you would think that she like almost would have more familiarity and confidence with it given who her father was and so I think it's interesting to see her get a moment where she like could influence someone to get the world to look a little bit more like the way she thinks it should and doesn't she needs someone else to push her in that direction she can't just pull the trigger herself
0: yeah yeah Yeah. and not for nothing but it's again pulling from real life uh, Jenny Thomas right. was in a cult, did escape a cult, only to be in another cult, uh, which is the Make America Great Again folks. Um, and was texting back and forth with Mark Meadows and other folks around January 6th and whatnot. Uh, which I brought this up on this podcast a bunch. <clears throat> uh, we've brought this up on this podcast a bunch is how are those people? not targeting this show <laughs> for mm-hmm. all of the things over the the, the trump years uh, and now that they've called out uh, and made fun of and ma- stated huge opinions about um uh have they had was there never of course trump is not on twitter right now but even on truth social like avoid the good fight sad whatever um there were like, like a that. I wrote, there were like a few
1: very tiny moments i think throughout the show's history or like something cropped up and would get like edited out and like shared on fox news but i think for the most part just that like you gotta have paramount plus
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> like really if the...
1: this the big if this is a big <laughs> show on netflix would be a different story but you know yeah
2: the only one the only one that uh that really caught caught wind was uh, the Selena Gomez fan base going after that's that. right
1: yeah that was it <laughs>
2: which wasn't political obviously but with her transplant or whatever they're you know, like how dare you make fun of it when the show was about like what lines are and what you can talk about yeah anyway
1: yeah and it just like <laughs> acknowledged that Selena Gomez existed and that there was an issue it didn't even really <laughs> yeah. take like a stance on no. it no uh,
0: i was thinking the only thing that that i can think of That went viral from this show that continues every once in a while to pop back up is uh, Adrian's appearance on that one, that one show. Right. That'll pop up
1: on Twitter and people won't know it's not a real thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you get Dan Dale from CNN, Twitter fact checker. This is from The Good Fight. All right. Uh, So let's move on to the arrival of Elsbeth, the return of Elsbeth, and the case revolving around uh the fetus infant child <laughs> uh kid uh and the pushing up and all that business any thoughts because i honestly don't have much i, I got nothing i got little to nothing on this entire episode mm-hmm.
2: yeah i feel like they were i appreciated what they were i think trying to discuss in this like new way it felt like a little bit like okay what's a what's a different angle um Mm -hmm. to push this to and 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 bring in some absurdity but i don't think i just don't think i i was in it enough like i didn't buy in enough to to get on board with the whole thing yeah Mm -hmm. personally
1: yeah i think it was definitely like the show you know at its like goofiest at its you know not i don't think this is Probably not the most absurd case that's happened in the good verse, but it feels definitely up there. Um it felt weird when Paul Shear showed up. He's the kind yeah. of guest that's yeah. like, no, 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 this isn't that kind of show. Those yeah. aren't the guest stars we have. We get the Tony winners. What are you <laughs> doing here, Mr. Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. so that was just like, oh, like I, that was weirdly jarring for me
0: mm-hmm. and he, when it, even the performance that he that he has kind of is out of place, not just him showing up. Yeah, his performance of that character, which I've never seen before and have nothing to base on. And may very well be directed to be like that seemed out of place within, right. this, within this show. Um, I enjoy him in other things. I just didn't dig him in 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 this. I did enjoy, <laughs> excuse me, the pro-life judge and her fan base (laughs) in the the gallery Mm -hmm. that was you know it was goofy but you can also
1: see I always like I always like like the perspective of like our protagonists having to like go against their beliefs to win a case I think that is like a crucial and very important element of the show Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think it's the kind of thing that you know I mean they've been on television for you know like 13 years at this point Mm
2: Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, you know, you're gonna think...
1: hit some stuff that feels familiar
2: right and i and i i agree because I, I i always enjoy that like juxtaposition of of their beliefs versus what they have to fight for mm-hmm. but i felt like the stakes for this one were kind of like oh you're just giving her what she wants to hear so she rules your way about this thing you know like it, it truly yeah. it wasn't having a, a a deeper impact i think <laughs> right other than, like, just saving where money was going and all of that, which doesn't feel like enough for me to, like, truly have successful commentary on the pro-life issue and all of that yeah. kind
1: of thing. But, like, I don't know. It's breezy. I, I, I And I yeah, kind of yeah. disagree with, like, you know, Mike, you were saying this feels very fillery. I think, I think think I think we need more filler episodes in TV nowadays. We don't have enough filler episodes anymore. We need episodes where we're just kind of hanging out with the characters for a little bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. And I guess Yeah, it it was I still yeah, it's definitely fillery whether or not we needed it. I think I maybe mm-hmm. I just want a better filler episode. <laughs> a bit I bottom-line. I think
1: As someone who has a minor podcasting empire where you need to pull (laughs) observations and stuff out of the TV shows you watch, I like absolutely you, you know, want something a little more, (laughs) you know, that you dig into more. But I think just, you know, we've, I I think there are a lot of shows right now that are like all plot momentum and Mm -hmm. that we get to the end of those seasons and we're supposed to, clearly the show wants us to care about the characters more than we do because we haven't gotten to hang out with them. You know, mm-hmm. whereas this show, you know, part of the reason that I fell in love with the kickers and the good wife is because there were so many episodes where like we just hung out with them, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. yeah. I could I could see that. I think for me, the hold up is is that I'm not thrilled with where some people are at. Like I, right. I wish this episode kicked off with like Christine Baransky getting out of um her this whole hallucinogenic thing that she's doing mm-hmm. and I was like, ah, uh, you know, I'm <laughs> Done. Not, you know, I be right. I, I obviously, the way I'm talking. But um, but like if that's happened and then she just like was hanging out with Elsbeth and did this, I think I would feel differently. But right now there is like every time I watch, I'm like I'm I'm anxious to to get through these things or to figure out why they have more meaning. And mm-hmm. like having all this gray area and then an episode where it feels like, okay, I'm not getting any more information on those things. I'm I'm just getting impatient, I think. Right. Um yeah, I don't know. Basically, I think I just really don't like that that Diane storyline.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. Uh, so far. far. <clears throat> but you did just brush up against one of my favorite moments of this episode is when Richard goes in to see Diane and says, uh, you know, something else, Beth Tassioni, and she's like...
1: Huh? Ecstatic.
0: She here. <laughs> yeah, she's right, out, right outside. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so so good what a great reaction yes we should only all be so lucky is to mm-hmm. have christine baranski react like that to our presence mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah not much more <coughs> excuse me not much more to say here diane's reaction to Beth. um they have some drinks, hash out a deal, but then, of course, that, you have to get the trust lawyer involved, you get the baby conservator, uh, sue the fetus. Liz says, mm, don't attack the fetus. Um, pro-life judge, we talked about that. <clears throat> uh, Richard had one line I really enjoyed, which is, all attempts to change the law start with a good name, mm-hmm. uh, which I just enjoyed. She mentions palimony. Um, <laughs> Other than that, I got nothing. So we'll move on to Marissa and Jay. We're not skipping past your crossover event, have we, Molly?
2: No, it was, no, it was, it was like below deck. deck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's
0: the crossover. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I should have called it out I more. Blew, it presented so. Orga- <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it presented itself so organically when you brought mm. up mm-hmm. under deck. So I. uh <laughs> mm. um, wow. Yes, that that's that's simply the crossover event gotcha. of the season. <laughs> okay. Gotcha.
0: All right, Marissa. And Jay on a, an adventure kind of thing yeah. we've been seeing them paired for the first time in a good while uh, mm-hmm. so how are we feeling about that
1: good they i mean they the, these two actors have very good chemistry they bounce off each other very well it was something that i missed last season when they were both on their own paths uh and i think this is sort of the conclusion of this really has it, it has a very exciting sort of activation for Jay as a character mm-hmm. that I feel like we've been missing a little bit this season from him.
0: Yeah. And mm-hmm. another potential spinoff in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. We got, we got a, we got a few, mm-hmm. few, uh, Simran, uh, Molly.
2: Yeah. I, I really loved seeing them together again. So that this was definitely the, the thread of the episode that made mm-hmm. me most mm-hmm. excited, obviously, but I think especially him when she calls him and he, um walks her through exactly how to get away from those guys yeah. and just how that entire scene goes down and what like I just I I was like oh yeah we're this is exactly who they who mm-hmm. they are you know mm-hmm. to each other and it was just fun to see that dynamic come out again yeah um so yeah i'm excited and i'm i'm hoping that it's called the collective right mm-hmm. the yeah um obviously they're way more organized than those ladies in the Yeah. Season three. Yeah. Um, but I so I'm hoping I'm hoping it is sort of a level up from that and not just Mm -hmm. like a a parallel to to something like that. Um, so but yeah, I'm really excited and glad that he has more going on, other than like Liz calling him into her (laughs) office and asking for things, which has been his role such so far. Um, so
0: I'm excited about that. Yeah. And we get the arrival of the overall great Felicia Rashad yeah uh other quick things from this um met with the agents at first who inform her of the the dangers uh, mm-hmm. they talk about green shoelaces and that one group uh she goes to some gun training and jay is trying to do the training with her and she's just like poof, poof, poof,
1: poof. Mm-hmm.
0: i was in the Israeli. is what is she what was it
1: uh idf i was really Defense. yeah, yeah. Israeli defense force
0: yeah um We get uh, her looking over some different things about the next civil war. Like we were talking about a little bit of this last week with Mm -hmm. some states talking about secession and civil war. And uh, I just want to go through because I thought these were interesting.
1: Just the general like doom scrolly vibes.
0: Yeah. Rise in domestic terror, slide into more hate crimes, militia groups recruiting, militia groups recruiting from police and military disease, people using disease as an organizing principle. Uh, sense of inevitable war between the left and the right, a uh, sense of winner-take-all in politics, other side doesn't play fair, uh, white losing majority status, uh, the left getting armed, and police firing on protesters. Pause. Which takes me to the collective, Felicia Rashad, asking, what can you do? And he says, mm-hmm. I can train people to use and uh, fire guns, more or less. Um, which kind of ticks off one of those other other things Mm -hmm. um because marissa when she was going through she kind of hesitated with the the left getting armed um and then of course she also got a gun (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, so yeah she's getting armed and jay is going to be working with them to um train and open carry firearms and then you got this background thing. It's a for one of the first episodes, if not the first episode, where we didn't have a bunch of explosions uh, in the background, uh, <laughs> yeah. which was nice, honestly. Um, but we did have this, so I feel mm-hmm. like this and that may kind of meet coincide somewhere. at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and on eleven eleven potentially. <clears throat> uh, I also love when Felicia Rashad. She's like, "What can you do?" And he's like, "Oh, a private investigator." Oh, okay. Hey, stop we the yeah, Stop it. Yeah. We got mm-hmm. Pull over and let him out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, buddy, like, look at everything that happened. You think they don't got investigators. Yeah. I prefer a
0: in this, ha- in this van and hit two private investigators. <laughs> we're crawling with them. Can't get rid of them. Um, yeah. Anything more on that where you think it may hit down the line? Because we're crossing the halfway point.
2: I feel like there's yep. a lot of guns being introduced so mm-hmm. i'm just curious about that between yeah, carmen it's like ee! yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah carmen marissa now like jay getting involved with this so i'm
0: i'm oh, carmen too yeah hmm mm-hmm. yeah very vi- generally violent episodes or a uh, season between yeah. the explosions the the police the the fbi the guns um just a lot of stuff
2: frank landau <laughs> Frankly, I'll catch on in. Yeah, we <laughs> I mean, did. I don't think we discussed the warning on that episode, which I loved. so oh, like, yeah. <laughs> to, you know, um, whatever. Take caution, especially if you're sensitive to exploding, to exploding brain matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exploding matter. <laughs> exploding matter. Hey. Is, oh my god!
1: <laughs> Shout out, brain dead. One season yeah. wonder.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it was pretty. Funny slash cool, uh to watch how quickly the collective
2: mm-hmm. sprung
0: on that situation. uh so and then you you kind of see how something like that happens, how they deal with that next thing because he's like, you know listening, okay, we'll be there., uh, so they saying they're, they're always they got all these people around looking for possibility of any sort of uh thing that you know would involve their talents.
1: What else is it do, do you do you think they were just like around or do you, like, were they watching Jay? Do you I think there
0: was some, some watching going on okay. um, and maybe somebody else, maybe one of their private investigators, I don't know, noticed the following um, and then maybe made a call, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, kind of ahead of things because they got out their cameras and shit really, really fast yeah. and there was multiple people around. So is there like thousands of people like that throughout right. the, the city? Possibly. But I think it was more like somebody sensed, got a feeling something was gonna gonna go down, mm-hmm. or yeah, they've been watching Jay. <laughs> yeah, was <laughs> the simplest. Uh, some loose ends. Diane's treatment done. We done with this? Not according to the preview for next. Time. Yeah, I was gonna oh, no. <laughs>
1: say I think there's more conclusion <laughs> to be had yet.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it would have been a a little too abrupt for roger sterling to depart like that right so okay um well that's unfortunate
2: uh
0: (laughs) yeah i I just would not have wanted her final season to be drugged up again but whatever Mm -hmm. uh loose ends uh we had carmen and jay t we'll have to discuss this on the next one because he came close (laughs) going out for drinks almost almost um we have the bub stuff the blood and soil um mm-hmm. Bluden, bolden um where they have carmen in there. script well first uh, uh notices it on, on the elevator ceiling <clears throat> and then carmen's trying to scrape it off and i guess eventually does but then, mm-hmm. then it's just plastered all over the uh it's the warm yeah uh so they multiplied uh and richard working with a manager for podcasts and a limited series which I'm sure it was kind of just thrown in there, mm-hmm. which could have been for nothing, but I feel like that's probably going to
1: be. Yeah. I think, I think that's coming thing. up. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause he did that one podcast and Liz threw a fit, not threw mm-hmm. a fit, just kind of called him out on it. Um, So probably not going to be great. All right. Uh, I don't have anything more unless you two do. We'll hit winners and losers. No. Great. Uh, then we'll go to the losers. Molly.
2: Um, Del Cooper, he's really (laughs) got to work on that show. (laughs) What the plan is, the execution is just not there right now. Yeah, yeah,
0: he's on CISO, I think. Is (laughs) that's what's what's going on there. Uh, Jack, uh, I think
1: loser this episode. Uh, gotta go to that fetus, they are not going into a good situation.
0: No, no, not at all. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Marissa uh, mm. on this because you gotta when if you have FBI agents concerned about your safety, probably not in yeah, good spot.
1: Yeah, rough situation.
0: Yeah, probably not in a
1: great spot. Uh, and, and when winner, they're that trigger happy, they're <laughs> pulling guns out that <laughs> yeah. quickly. Yeah.
0: Damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jack, who's your winner?
1: Uh, I think my uh, winner uh, this episode is probably Jay. Uh, he's you know, he's leveling up a little bit Got some yeah. stuff to do He's hanging out with an old friend uh, Even if he's not uh, taking her up on it Getting asked out by Carmen uh, And yeah He's got some exciting prospects
0: Agreed mm-hmm. yep. Molly
2: um, Elsbeth just because she was there Yeah, um, yeah. Is yeah. always a win And also she and Christine Bransky having whiskey together Was very delightful Yeah. <laughs> and just hanging out I loved yeah.
0: it mm-hmm yeah uh Elsbeth was my winner by default as well again, mm-hmm. mainly just just being there but also uh for once again surpassing the very 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 underestimating mm-hmm. uh, that people do of her because uh, richard said something along the lines of i think she gets Easily confused. And then she mm-hmm. comes in, she's controlling his TVs and everything else. Um, and super prepared for every next thing that he was ready right. to uh bring up. Um so yeah, elspeth by default, uh matching Molly there. That'll do it then for season six, episode five of the good fight, titled The End of Ginny. I want to thank you, Molly. Thank you, Jack. And thank you all for listening. And go to uh, iTunes, rate and review the podcast. Oh, and let me just say he did pick a side. Blokovich did pick a side. It was five stars. So okay. that's all right. a, that's a side that's a side to pick. It wasn't that's like it was side. three stars. So I don't want to take anything away. It was we very much appreciate the podcast. I think I'm just used to much more angry or loving loving what's like something (laughs) along uh on either either side well that's that's your game of
1: thrones that's you know that's that's for the groundlings that's for the people (laughs) you know these this is people of a more refined
0: palette the paramount plus people Mm -hmm, precisely yeah all right uh thanks everybody once again and we'll see y'all next week bye